We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. The right-hander is ready. Here's the pitch. Swing and a hot shot fair down the third baseline. It'll be a base hit to give the Phillies the lead. Hoskins is home. Bohm is home. Harper coming around third. He's flying home. He'll score without a throw. JT with a three-run double. Cleans him off. And it's 3-0 Phillies here in the bottom of the first. Well, that was good news last night. That was the fun last night. That was the game that really mattered last night. Good morning, everybody. I'm Glenn Mack now along with my pal, Jody McDonald. Jody, how you doing, my pal? Good, Mac man. And you? I'm Doing all right. A little tired. Stayed up too late. Got up too early, but doing okay. Uh, tell me about it. I'll yeah, I know. In the morning. You're, <laughs> you're going down the wrong path. If you're yeah, going. that's Looks true, like man. That's staying true. up too late. Yeah, man. You are the hardest working man in radio. I will give you I that. fake it well, don't I? Yeah, you do. That, no, that you, 12, don't, no, you that, don't fake it. No, you do it. You, that 12-step commute to my basement and my broadcasting outlet is just killing me. Yeah, no, that helps. But I know your hours are, are pretty. Your hours are pretty ungodly. So, this morning we have two games to talk about and two things to kind of put in perspective. And um, the, the the one that we'll get to in a little bit is just the horrible, terrible product that was Eagles preseason football last night. I'm just going to put that aside for now. Because I want to get to the one that was fun and that we just talked about and that you've been banging the drum for. And the Phillies win again, beating another bad team again, the Pirates. Score three runs in the first on that uh, bases-clearing double by JT. They cruise to a 6 nothing win, their sixth win in a row. Um, so, Jody, I, I guess I want to start with this. Let me throw out a couple numbers, then I want to ask you a question. Okay, they've won six straight, which is great. Four over the the Reds, who are awful. Two over the Pirates, who I guess are worse. Chance for a sweep today, 135 start down at the ball yard. They are 15 games over 500 for the first time since 2011, which has been a long time. Their chances of making the playoffs, based on all of those various formulas that are used, is over 90%. I like those odds. Jody, you're a horse race guy. You like those odds. Oh, yeah. Okay. 35 games to go, 23 games against teams with losing records. I mean, it's the Washingtons and the Arizonas and uh, just a lot of bad teams coming up. Um, so that's all great, and I really like that. Um, but what I want to ask you, and I don't mean to in any way do this as a negative, because we've talked on this show, and I said, hey, listen, if they make the playoffs this year, I'm happy. I don't expect them to win the World Series. Um, but do we believe 
what we've seen over the last week. Do we believe, listen, a team is 18-2 and two in its last 20 games against teams with losing records. Um, and let me just backtrack. Their next 16 games are against Pittsburgh, Arizona, San Francisco, Miami, Washington. Any of those teams going to the playoffs? Nope. Okay. No chance. So, is that like great and let's cause for celebration and I'm going to cite your bandwagon, which I love that you're doing, or is there should there be a part of me that says, yeah, but I mean that, that against the Mets last weekend that was that was pretty bad. How yeah, should I feel? See, here here's what you did, and I think at least for me, and that's why I started using the term bandwagon, which has a history of its own here in Philadelphia. Oh yeah. You put a comma in your sentence. All those very good things about the Phillies, comma, but Yes, I did. Why why can't you just put a period? <laughs> that's my question. All right, let me just I'll do put it a different period way. and no, move I, on because no. yeah, there's a lot of Philadelphia fans that are doing exactly what Glenn Macknow's doing. Yeah, I know. Comma but we're beating up on bad teams. It, it, you you just threw a great stat out there. First time over fifteen game, fifteen games over two thousand one, two thousand eleven. Mac, it's yeah. been eleven years yeah. since the Phillies made the playoffs. Why can't we just revel in that rather than comma but they're beating up on bad teams? I'm trying. I'm trying, Jody. You and you and the rest of the Philly fan base needs to try harder. Maybe I do, and that's why I'm here with you today. And uh, your unbridled optimism is going to be infectious, and by the end of the show, I will be leaning parade around my nice. block in Havertown. I like it. There's room on the bandwagon. I can tell I you that for sure because there were only 30,000 in the stadium on Saturday. Uh, yeah. Excuse me, on Friday. 35, a little bit better, or 37 it might have been, on Sunday. They've not come. The, the, the only reason they've sold out over this entire season is opening day and the Mets. But the Mets come in and get 15, yeah, that was 16, terrible. 17, 18,000 of their fans into the stadium. And I get it. They didn't start this year great. Joe Girardi needed to be fired if they had a whole bunch of 21,000 nights uh, when they were just going through their paces in the middle of the season. I get that. I got mm. no problems with that. But this team has put itself in a position to be a damn close to a lock to be in the playoffs. And, yeah, they haven't done it 11 years. If this was like the Sixers, they continue to make the playoffs, win in the first round, look good, build up the uh, the momentum, and, uh, second round fall, and second round fall. and second. Well, that I would understand because it's repetitious. It's what we've seen. It's the most recent history you got to take a pretty big step back in history to get to the Phillies just making the playoffs. Let's look on the bright side of life here. Okay, okay, Monty Python, thank you. Um, am I? Are we reliving 2007 then? Which, as you recall, 2006, they, we thought they were going to get to the playoffs, and they didn't. 2007, they catch the Mets. They win the division. I'm not saying they're going to win the division, but they're going to make the playoffs. And they get knocked out early by the Colorados, setting up 2008, where all of our hopes and dreams come true. Not impossible. I'm not ready to quite go there yet. No, no, I'm saying we're reliving 2007, Uh, which is, hey, making the playoffs is enough. Right. Uh, okay. So uh, I, I thought you were already jettisoning ahead to. No, 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 no. I'm saying this is this is the no, setup year where you first get in the playoffs. Yes. 
and and I'll go a step further than that because that result is already in in the ledger, as you mentioned, got taken out by the Rockies. Last year, Glenn, on August 15th, the Philadelphia Phillies were in first place by half a game. Do you know who they were leading? Last year, they were in first place by half a game. Uh, they were leading the Washingtons. No, they oh. were leading the Atlanta Braves. Oh, okay. The Phillies were 61 and 56. The Braves were 61. Oh, yeah, that's right. Of course, the Braves won the World Series. The, right. I was looking and for the trick the, answer when it wasn't there. It wasn't there. Now, what did the Braves do in the next six weeks? They never lost, and they won the World Series they, with a bunch they, of guys named Joe. Exactly. Young guys who they had already signed to six, seven, eight, nine, ten year contracts at the age of 21 or 22, and damn, don't they look smart for what they've done. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, they, they were. On August 15th, the Braves were 61 and 57, and they won the World Series. Mm-hmm. So the Phillies on August 15th of this year were 65 and 51. They were 14 games over 500. The Braves were four games over 500, and they won the World Series. Now, the Braves actually ended up winning the division because the division wasn't strong last year. The division is quite strong this year with both the Mets and the Braves ahead of the Phillies at this time. So, yeah, third place as compared to first place is a little bit different. But the Braves weren't thinking about a World Series in mid-August last year. But, damn, if they didn't get it, why can't you do that with the Phillies this year? Okay. Hey, I'm listen, I'm, I got a bag half pack for you, Jody. You're moving me there. Okay. So, so. They now have a nice cushion in the wild card race. They're actually in second in the wild card. You know, sec- they would have the second of the three wild card spots, which which I'm not happy about. Oh, okay, all right. That's where I was going with you. They have a two and a half game lead over the Padres. They have a five game lead over the Brewers. So if the season ended with them in this spot, they would play the Braves for three games in Atlanta, which is not going to be easy. Right. So the question is, well, who they got to catch? Well, I no, they can't. They got to catch the Braves. Which is which is well, but if they catch the Braves uh, and the Mets stay in first, then yes, they would get all three games in Philadelphia, which is preferable to playing all three games in Atlanta. But you play the Braves either way. Yeah, it actually might be more advantageous to root for the Padres to jump up and catch them because I certainly would. Sorry, St. Louis fans, I'd rather face the Cardinals for three yeah. games than I would the Braves for three games. I agree. But you can't do that. No, you can't. Didn't we have this discussion in I'm 2011 su- yeah. involving these teams? I'm not suggesting tanking. You and I have our uh, <laughs> yes. uh, process opinions, and I yes. don't know we want to go there. I sure as hell don't want to go there today because I'm uh, trying to be optimistic here. Uh, no, 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 no. We, uh, just keep just keep winning and take your puncher's chance when you get into the playoffs, something you haven't done in 11 years. And the chance that you have more than anything to me is you have a top of the rotation, if healthy, if on, can be excellent and can win any given game. Uh, Wheeler, we hope, is going to be back in, I don't know, whatever it is, a week and, you know, recovered from this supposedly very mild forearm tendonitis. Aranola, who a week ago I was fretting about, had a great start this week. And by the way, so much credit to me goes to the manager who decided, I'm going to leave him in the ninth. I'm going to let him get through trouble in the ninth. I'm going to give him every chance to get the complete game. Nola got it, pitched really well, and I, uh, to me that was such a confidence builder. I'm hoping we avoid, as we've discussed, the, the bad September Nola. And I got Ranger Suarez as my number three, who I like. 
And you've heard my uh, uh, way that I would handle the three-game series, yes, correct? Yes, I you have. I discussed that. I already. have. And I, uh, you know, I do a national show, so when I get a national guy on, I want their perspective as well because it's outside of Philadelphia and the like. The best I've gotten is, wow, that's interesting. <laughs> Nobody has ever said, Jody, that's that's cutting edge. That's outside the box. Yeah. You're a genius. No one has quite bought into it the way that I was hoping someone would. I stand behind it 100%, more so than I did before, mainly because of Ranger Suarez, because he has been downright outstanding. So it isn't like we, we all agree there's a drop-off from one and two. You look at the entire season, body of work, history in the big leagues, Nola and Wheeler are your two best starting pitchers. But the drop-off to Ranger, uh, with the way Rangers pitched the last four or five outings, is not nearly as bad. I would go with Wheeler 1. Suarez, if you win game one, Suarez game two, and then come back with Nola game three, or better yet, come back with Nola game one of the next series. What is it that the the guy who gave you the most support, what was the quote that he used? He said, that's quite interesting. Mm, That's the quote that my wife gave me when I tried on a jacket a couple weeks ago. She (laughs) really didn't like it. Judy, what do you think of this? Well, that's interesting. Yeah, that's exactly the way it played. All right. Let, let me take one call on the Phillies, and then we, we have to morph, segue into the disaster of a debacle, of a shame, of a fraud, of a mockery that took place down in South Florida last night. Uh, Greg in Virginia is with us. Good morning, Greg. Good morning, Glenn. Jody, great to be on with you. I just uh, you know hear all the stuff about the, the Phillies playing the weak teams right now, but the reason why these other teams got fat was because they played them too. And the fact is, the only team the Phils haven't been able to handle is the Mets. Very true. Um, I maybe I'm trying to think of the Phillies' record against every other team. I don't know. Well, they're pre- I, I'm not sh- sure, but they're about 500 with the Braves. But it's not a it's not a nine game margin. Okay. All right. I. It, I hope you're right, and I hope that uh, they never have to face the Mets. And I hope that if they do face the Mets, it's a repeat of what happened. What was it? Nineteen was it seventy eight when they played the Dodgers, and they had gone zero and twelve against them during the regular season. They came back and beat them in the playoffs. Yeah. I hope all these things happen. Well, let's put it this way: they're you know they're in it. They got a chance, and uh, since Joe got fired. I have just been one of the happiest Phillies fans on the planet. Yeah, that's been amazing. I don't know any of us saw that coming. Jody, the record speaks for itself. We've discussed some aspects of why Rob Thompson works where Joe Girardi didn't. But the numbers are really staggering now. What do you think of the top one, two, three factors in this? Well, um, Girardi wasn't as good as I thought he was going to be. I thought it was an outstanding hire when they got him. Um, certainly disappointed by the results. And I, 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 I think you and I have done shows when I've talked about it. We, we, we started doing shows during the summer after yeah. Ray stepped down. Um, so I told you that uh, I've known Rob Thompson for a long time because my father gave him his first job in baseball as a coach. He was a mediocre to middling to not really all that good player. And during one offseason, my father uh, got him as soon as the season ended and said, listen, Rob, there's a good chance we're not going to be bringing you back again next year. So if you're going to another organization and you want to continue to live the dream, 
good luck because we don't see you as a guy who's going to live to dream and make the big leagues. However, we think you're a smart baseball guy, and we'd like to offer you a job as a coach. We think you'd work really well with other young men, blah, 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 blah. And Thompson bought it, and he became a coach, and the rest, as they say, is history. Uh, so I've known Thompson for a very long period of time. He's just a really relatable guy that that people gravitate to, that they like him. Um, he's he's uh, got a lot of Charlie Manuel in him with a little bit less of the, the southern accent, um, but the same type of individual that people just like being around. And he, he puts forth good vibes, and I think that's what this Phillies team needed in the most desperate way when they decided to move away from Girardi. I like his moves. I sit there and I second-guess him the same way I second-guess Girardi and Kapler and every other Philly manager before him. Uh, but he's pushed a whole lot of right buttons. And by hook, by crook, by luck, by whatever, by ingenious strategy, he's getting it all right right now. So if I can uh, go from uh, point A to point B, if and when the Phillies win the World Series this year, special thanks, a special float on the parade must be reserved for Joseph McDonald Sr. Yeah, if you want to go there. Uh, I went down, uh, I did a show with the camera uh, yeah. from Eagles training camp. So I was already across the bridge. So I said, we'll do the whole South Philly thing. Went from Eagles camp to the turf club. Made about 100 bucks betting on horses that day in, in an hour and a half. Nice. And then went over to the, the stadium and uh, shook Rob Thompson's hand and shot a breeze with him for a while. He uh, had to ask me about my father for five minutes. Uh, so it was great to just catch up with him and, and shoot the breeze. So, yeah, my father and he have been tight for a long period of time. He was one of the few people that – uh, called my father. When my father texted him and congratulated him when he got the gig, he actually called him back. And Rob said, I got like four, 450 texts. I returned like eight calls, one of which was your dad. Uh, so, yeah, uh, I'd been a Rob Thompson fan since they, they hired him. I thought it was a smart play by Dombrowski. He made more sense of anyone on the roster. And just to clear it up for those, and I've taken some calls on this, and you may have on Saturdays with Mike, um, they can't give him a new contract. No, They no, can't yet make him the full-time manager you have to wait till the season's over the interim tag has to stay on him uh, they would have to have a massive collapse between now and the end of the season for rob thompson not to be the manager of the phillies next year agreed uh two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four all right jody i put it off for 15 minutes we can't put it off any longer thank god uh what happened Thank God the whole preseason is gone. Thank God that last night never happened. It was disgusting. Uh, look, Miami has every right to use its starters. They can do whatever they want. That's that's their prerogative. And Nick has every right to play his third stringers and not give a damn about the game. But watching that game last night, watching Eagles third stringers open the game trying to cover Tyreek Hill was ridiculous and a waste of time, and uh, I don't know if insulting is the word I'm looking for, but just that they put that product on the air, that they sold tickets to it, that Eagles fans still, I bet you the ratings are good, that people turn, tuned in to watch it was just ridiculous. What was the point? Jody, what did either side learn from this farce? Oh, I think the Dolphins learned plenty. The Tyree they, Hill they learned can, that Tyreek Hill can beat an Eagles third stringer? Uh, well, he did. You're right. He beat an Eagles third stringer. He beat the Eagles' number one quarterback really badly in the joint practice earlier in the week. 
Uh, so Tyree Kill can do that to anybody, just uh, the third string or the first string. He can do it to anybody on the planet, including Eagles' best cornerback in, in big play slight. So it wasn't just, oh, he didn't do it in practice during the week, but when on Sunday he got in against those third stringers, damn, he got behind them all. Uh, no, he's just that good. He can do it to anybody. The Eagles have chosen a course of procedure this preseason, and they did last year. At least I give them credit because they've stuck to their guns, and we'll see if it pays off. I think they actually it won't show because they've got a very easy early schedule. But what did the Dolphins lose by putting their first team? I'm out not there saying the Dolphins night? lost anything. I just don't know that they gained anything. I mean, it's I don't think either side right. gained anything. The Dolphins maybe gained a little wind under their sails headed into the season. They beat right. the finals. It was 48 to 10. Yeah, but I mean, it, it, did you hear John Cruck the other night talking about when the Phillies in preseason would play a college team? And it's a major league team playing some kids from Florida State and just how ridiculous it was, how non-competitive it was. And that's what last night was. So maybe the Dolphins think they gained something, and if they did, that's great. What was the point for the Eagles to have that game? Why? It was a colossal waste of everybody's time. It was bad for the league. What was the point of that happening? Well, I'll give you one. Uh, the Eagles should be concerned about their backup secondary. It's bad. It's flat-out bad, period. If if uh, Kayvon Wallace has got to go in and play, if Reed Blankenship has got to go in and play, if Kerry Vincent's got to go in and play wow. because uh, both Slay and uh, Bradbury turn an ankle in a game, the Eagles are screwed. Their, their backup secondary is awful. And, yes, during the regular season, when a backup guy has to go into the game, he's going to be playing against the other team's ones. So you better be ready to compete on that level. If not, yeah, you've got some work to do, Harry Roseman. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay. Um, I just saw no purpose to a game for which the Eagles essentially were trying to figure out who were the last five guys on the practice squad. And maybe and i hope they find a safety between now and tuesday or now and i'm sorry now and when the season starts cutdowns are due tuesday so you pick somebody right. else up uh and i hope they find somebody to help them play at safety but i just i hated this preseason from the very beginning to the very end i think that it has gone so soft and nobody plays and nothing happens and you don't want to get hurt and the good news for the eagles is they're not hurt that's great but i feel like we could have not had these last three preseason games and nobody would have learned or gained or lost anything. Except that now we know Reed Sinet really is hard. Yeah, can't play. What happened to the quarterback factory? Uh, yeah, not, he's, he's, not he, you know who he is? You remember Clayton Thorson? Yeah. yeah. And, and oh, by the way, and again, we're, we're, I guess I'm nitpicking on the Eagles. I, I, I'm not there at practice every day. You're not there at practice every right. day. The guy, the beat guys like Zach Berman, we'll, we've got him coming up today. He can give us a much better insight. Um, and, you know, I do my show with Johnny Mack every single mm -hmm. day on Birds 365. Carson Strong has not looked good in practice. He just doesn't uh, have the ability, at least in the Eagles' opinion, to be an NFL quarterback and the like. Is he that much worse than Reed Sinet? I don't know. How bad is this guy that you gave possible. 300 and change thousand dollars as a guarantee because you thought he had a level of competency? Really? He's that much worse than Reed Sinet that you don't want to put him in a game? He played two games and had four passes? 
That's it? Man, he must be god-awful in practice. Um, yes. Maybe he hasn't learned the plays. Maybe he doesn't know the nomenclature. I don't know, but it's a fair question. And we will be talking to Zach Berman at uh, 10 uh, – excuse me, this is 10 five. We'll be talking to him at 11 o'clock and kind of get his projection on who's going to make the team, who's not going to make the team. And your question about the secondary is a fair one. I just – the best cornerbacks in the league can't cover Tyreek Hill. To throw those guys out there and make them try to do it, that was – it was a fool's errand, Jody Mack, and 20 minutes into that game, I was fed up. Right, and the Dolphins did play as starters, and the Eagles didn't. They scored 48, Glenn. It wasn't like the first team went out, moved it down the field, got their 17 points, took the rest of the night off. They added 31 more points thereafter. So the Dolphins' second and third teamers kept beating up on the Eagles' second and third teamers as well. Yeah. That's why I'm worried about the Eagles' uh, right. backup well, that's, second. That, that is a fair point. We'll talk to Zach about that. Uh, and we want to hear from you. We've opened up kind of our two primary topics for the day. Uh, Going to take a lot of phone calls today. Got a lot of time to hear your opinions on both of the teams that are active right now. 215-592-9494. 215-592-9494. With Jody McDonald, I'm Glenn Mack now. Jody's stirring up the bandwagon on 94 WIP. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.